Welcome to the Tailored Life Podcast, the one and only fitness and nutrition podcast that goes way beyond just training and nutrition. I'm your host, Cody McBroom, and this is my co-host, Travis McQueen. Joining you on a Monday Motivation. And uh, the first thing is wake the fuck up. <laughs> we just had a conversation about being tired. And it's Monday day. Motivation, so it, it, there is no time for being tired. Oh my God. For the listener or for the podcaster, but... Today, we are going to talk about the top three, which, if I know myself, I think this is going to turn into, like, top ten. Let's you know? just, There's let's probably going to be other things. Let's but. just not do a top three. Let's do just three things. Okay. There you go. That's good, because it might lead into other things. Mm-hmm. But top three is a good title for a podcast, sure. so we might use that yeah. uh, SEO. But <laughs> um, the, the three or the things that hold people back from seeing the result, from achieving success, from getting where they want to be. This came from a question um, I pulled up today. I did a a survey a while back of like, what do you want me to create content on, right? And there was, it actually is my newsletter for tomorrow. As you're listening to this, it would have already came out, but I I wrote about it today for tomorrow. And I just opened this form and I just like clicked the responses and started to scroll and I just saw somebody literally write, the top 10 reasons your clients struggle to see results. And I was like, fuck, if that isn't a great title for an email, I don't know what is. So I literally, this is the first time I've ever done. I copied and pasted that to a title. So thank you person who filmed out my form, who is somebody on my email list that gave me the perfect title for uh, an email subject. Well, we'll see how the open rate is, (laughs) but, uh, but that, that got me thinking. So I did top three or top 10 and then I got to through three and I was like, I'm going to continue this next week guys. Cause this email is already too long, but I was just going in on it. But I started thinking about it when I knew we had to record this podcast today. I was like, man, that could be, I mean, top three reasons, top 10 reasons, whatever for not achieving anything, right? Just, just not getting results period is what I would say. Totally. Across life. Top. What makes it a top reason? Or no, 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 no. Sorry. What makes it the top reason? Commonality. I think like the, some of the main reasons people don't. Yeah. There we go. Um, you can't rank this. Yeah. I, yeah, that's true. You can't because my biggest struggle is going to be different than your big struggle. Definitely. I, I would say <laughs> the, uh, the most, most common is probably a better. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. The most common reasons I see people fail. Definitely. Just not achieve what they're after. Fail? I mean, failure is a pers- is a perspective. Yes, you know because That's an aggressive word, but yeah, it is. But there, I think it's all relative, man. Yeah. I hate to say it. I think the the reality is there's people listening to this podcast right now. You. There's there's losers and there's learners. Mm. What the there's fuck no, are no, you? No winners. I mean, learners are winners. Oh, let's go. They're delayed winners. Yeah, <laughs> because they're no, always learning. They're always learning. Let's and go. that's the thing is like. Every, everybody's a delayed winner technically because nobody fuck it. I mean, I shouldn't say nobody because there's times even in my life, you're like, fuck it. I don't know why I'm thinking of an arrow, but pull it back and shoot and yeah. you get it. Yeah. First shot. Great. But most of the time you miss the target quite a few times yeah. before you get it, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think there's always this, and, and I love that there truly is. It's there's losers and learners, right? There's, uh, you don't fail. If failing is like you lose and you don't do shit about it. You don't try again. You don't take anything away from it. You don't course correct. But learning is when you do fail, you lose, but you take something from it and you either change the direction you're going, you change the approach to how you're getting there, or you find out a different way to approach it or find out a way not to approach it. So that's the difference between losing and changing and becoming a learner to losing and becoming a 
loser. Exactly. Losers just fail and they give up. Yeah. And and that's and again, like there's I mean, some of you guys listen. Some dope ass losers. Is that what you're <laughs> about to say? No. <laughs> What I was to say is like, I mean, not to be too blunt, but I mean, some of you guys listening are losers and that's okay because there has been times in my life, there's been times in your life, there's been times in everybody's life where you lost and you didn't try again because yeah. that loss, that failure, it made you insecure. Yeah. It, it took away your, your motive. It took away your fuel. Like you didn't believe in yourself after that failure, yeah. whether it was the situation of the failure, the way your mindset was when you had that failure. Yeah. But I can tell you this, when you start becoming a learner, you get better at losing. Yeah. Like as crazy as that sounds. And and this is where like one of the, the best things I listened to this podcast and it was like the biggest thing I took away from it. And it was uh, Andy Purcell's podcast, but he interviewed Dean Grazioso. And that's why I recorded that episode. Uh, it's like the most Italian name ever. Grazioso. Yeah. Um, Dean too. Dean. It's a badass name. But um, the, are you, are you uh, somebody who hates to lose or loves to win? Right. This is where that came from. Yeah. And his whole thing was like, I used to hate losing because I was egotistical about my pursuits for success when I was younger. Now that I'm older, I realize the only way to actually win more than everybody else is to be okay with losing. So I don't hate losing more than I love winning. I love winning so much that I accept losing. I was like, fuck, that's powerful, right? Because if he continuously loses, it's because he's continually trying. You're going to know this better than I do, hopefully, but the Michael Jordan quote, he yeah. talks about how many free throws he missed, yeah. right, or whatever, or maybe it was Kobe. I don't know. It was one of no, the No, it was Michael. He was talking about the, you know, if you don't take 100 shots and you can't have 100 chances to win. That's butchered, but it's something. Yeah. Yeah. You, you only fail many times if you yeah. take a lot of shots. Yes. And if you're not taking enough shots, you're never going to win. Yeah. So that's why I think there is this, like, there's, there's a loser and there's a learner, and a lot of times... You, you become a loser first, and then somebody teaches you how to be a learner, yeah. right? Or they, they push you to be a learner, and that's okay. So if you're listening to this, don't – I mean, if you're still listening to this, <laughs> I was say, don't get pissed if I call you a loser. Just own it. Accept it. Realize it and go back and yeah. figure out why it is you fail because this is – maybe we talked about this. Uh, yeah, Joe Rogan interviewed – what's that singer? Uh, the female singer. Demi Lovato? Demi Lovato, and she Demi. talked about, like, she was great at singing, but Joe was saying, like, there's a lot of people out there – that really want to be a singer, but they fucking suck at singing, yeah. right? And so this is where you go, okay, like, I lost, but I'm not going to keep trying to sing because I suck at singing. Okay, you learned something there. Yeah. You learned that you suck at singing. But if you love singing, you love music. If you love music, there's a million other ways you can go about it. So take that loss, use it as a learning curve to go a different way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, that's the definition of a learner. I also wouldn't be as aggressive as <laughs> stop singing. I mean, some people like literally stay alive because they love to sing, but they're not going to make a career out of it. Yeah. I mean, just if you, if you want to make a career and make money, maybe go a different route. Yeah. But, you know, some people, like I said, dude, stop singing. I've listened to like cover bands and shit at bars. If someone and stuff and it's told you like, dude, do not play that guitar ever again. Yeah. Like, come on. You're not going to be a, a Led Zeppelin. 100%. But I'm going into that with a different pursuit though. Okay. That's the only, now if somebody was like, dude, stop lifting. Yeah. Like you're never, you're never going to get strong. You're never, I'd be you're like, going to win the strong man. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd still do it. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but, yeah. um, but that's the same thing where like when I first started, it was like, like I wanted to be a bodybuilder and like, you know, man, maybe I can do like fucking fitness modeling, get sponsorships and make money doing that kind of cool stuff. I quickly realized that's not the route I wanted to go. But point being is if that was my role and somebody was like, dude, you're never going to, make a living off that because you're just not good enough 
because you're genetic, something you can't control, whatever it is, I would go, okay, what can I do? And it would be exactly what I do today. How can I teach people how to do this? Totally. How can I, you know what I mean? So totally. point is, is there's, there's losers and there's learners. And like, I mean, that's not one of the top reasons, but fuck, no. that's a good reason yeah. why people fail is because they become losers and not learners. Yeah. But the top three, uh, or sorry, the three most common yeah. reasons we see people failing to reach their goals, um, and goals could be, I mean, this could be anything, right? It, it's, it's anything. And fuck it, man, we're going to say top four or five or something because that's got to be one. Because yeah. I even think of like in relationships, in business, and everything, it's when you try and you fail once and then you stop trying. Like, way, you give the, up. Yeah. By the way, it's, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Boom. There Bingo. Yeah. Um, so, number one, we're going to say is, is being a loser, not a learner. I think that's a great takeaway. That I just, love the way you said you become better at losing. You become better at losing because you don't become a loser. You just become better at losing mm-hmm. and turn to the learning. Yeah. I mean, every successful you're people, just, how many the, times the have you lost? The very end of it is being a loser. Yeah. You just don't ever get to that point because you're just losing and becoming better at it so you learn. Yep. And so you can do things differently, yep. do things better. Yeah. Right? Um, number two. Number two is uh, making fucking excuses. I mean, not again, not to be super blunt, but too many people are just making too many goddamn excuses. And at the end of the day, like, there's two things here. One... I did this one post one day and I was actually kind of nervous. I was like, man, I think people are going to get pissed at this because this is like a little more blunt than I usually do. But remember the one that said nobody gives a shit? Yeah. Really bold letters. That was one of the, some of the most powerful pieces of advice I've ever gotten because I was bitching. I was making excuses. I was complaining. And the mentor literally was like, first of all, I don't give a shit. Second of all, nobody gives a shit. So you creating excuses is literally just slowing down your path to whatever it is you want, dude. Like, it's just noise. Mm-hmm. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares. It's not changing anybody's life. It's just stopping you. Excuses are literally just, <laughs> I was going to say, it's just noise, which it really kind of is, but it's essentially you reflecting on all the negative and creating more self-doubt. Because if you really think about excuses, you're rationalizing reasons as to why you can't achieve something. And all that does is empower negativity. Yep. It actually empowers more failure. It, it puts more in your head to say you can't accomplish X, Y, Z, which is just holding you back more and more, right? Rather than saying like, again, I I failed. I'm going to learn from it, but I can still do X, Y, Z. I can still do this. I can still take this path. I'm going to go seek help. I suck at this part, so I'm going to find somebody to do that. Nobody's self-made. I'm going to get help there. But point being is excuses in general are literally just rationalizations and fuel to creating self-doubt and false narratives in your head. I think that's one in like, if I could tie something to this, this kind of common thing, it's that false narrative. Mm -hmm. People create stories in their head as to why they can't achieve something. And they never create positive narratives, truthful narratives of why they can or could achieve something. Yeah. Right. Or will. Yeah. Dude, I love that. Will could or can. Yeah. Even if in that hierarchy there, uh, could might be the lowest one. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not saying you will or you can, but even the 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 slight. What do you say? Like piece of sunlight you're looking there. Yeah, there is some hope. It's like not, hypothetically, hypothetically, yeah. I could. That's yeah. like saying I I might. Yeah, you know, not saying I won't. Yeah, I don't have the confidence yet, but it's a possible. It's I mean, it's not impossible. Exactly. Yeah, and better than you, nothing. And then you realize you have the skill too, so you can. And then eventually you have the confidence, so you will. There we go. That's actually really dope. I didn't even yeah. think about that hierarchy, yeah. but. 
that I think that's like that's tied into this excuses that you're creating. When you totally. create excuses constantly, you're fueling this false narrative that says I can't. You're going straight to I and I won't. Dude, and that's the whole point of the self affirmations that we do in our journals every single day. I am blank. Yeah. I will blank. Like I dude, I get super detailed with those. I will literally uh-huh. write I am a blank figure CEO of a blank company with blank employees running blank to reach blank. Like I do, I dive into it. Cause I'm like, what is like the craziest level that I could bring this to? I'm just going to write it. I am that not yet, but I am. And then it becomes, I could, yeah, I could be someday, yeah. you know? And eventually I will, I will. I'm, I am yeah. <laughs> like at, at that point I am, you know what I mean? Years from now. And then the other ones I will. And it's the same thing. Like, yeah. A lot of times that one for me is like, what, what am I going to be today? Right. I, I will be a leader for blank. I will be a better father for blank. You know what I mean? Like I get somewhat specific there, but the point is, is you have to start creating positive and truthful narratives because the reality is there's so many things you can do. It's just that our, our brains, I don't know why, but our, the human brain is wired for negativity. You know, you constantly think of, I mean, even think of like people leaving Yelp reviews. Usually they're bad. Right. Like I was, I was looking for an audiobook, right. Uh, Seth Godin audiobook, and I click on it and there's like 13,000 rates, right. Reviews, uh, five stars, four and a half stars. And I'm like, not that many reviews, just radius of oh, stars. Right. Okay. Cause stars are really easy to get. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, let me look at the reviews. Bad, 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 bad. Oh, there's a positive one. Bad, bad. I was like, how the fuck does it have four and a half stars? Well, it's because people who love it will click it cause it's easy to click it. But you have to really put in the effort to write a, a review and it, you got to really hate something to write a review almost. You know what mm. I mean? You're more likely to tell people about how shitty a restaurant was than how great that restaurant made you feel. Unless somebody comes up to you and goes, Hey, do you know of any Brazilian steakhouses in the Tacoma, Washington area? Then you go, actually, yeah, dude, this place was phenomenal. But you don't just randomly go up to people like, dude, you should go check out this Brazilian steakhouse in Tacoma. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? The topic has to be brought up. Totally. Right. Sometimes it's the, it works in the reverse too. Like I would say, like I wouldn't, but there's people who would go like, out of their way to say a negative. Yeah. yeah, like dude, I had the worst dinner last night. Yeah, you know what I mean. Then tell you about it. Don't ever go to this place. Yeah, but my point is, is our brain is trained that way. So when we think about like setting goals, all right, this is what I want to achieve. The first thing that comes to our mind is, well, this is going to be a barrier. This is going to be a roadblock. This is going to be hard to overcome. Like these responsibilities are going to get in my way, and you start lining up all the reasons why you can't. Rather than just thinking of like the logical reasons that you actually can and start working on how do you change these things that are going to be speed bumps, not roadblocks, to get to the, the I can, mm-hmm. right? But in general, the, the most common thing I see, not the most, but one of the most common things I see is, is that people create too many false narratives in their head, eliminate self-belief in what they could achieve, and then they don't have clarity or confidence in a path to get to where they want to be. Totally. And that's with weight loss. It's with happiness and life and marriage and, and family, friendship. It's with business. It's everything. That's the whole imposter syndrome. I hear that from like trainers and coaches all the time. How do you get over that? You get rid of the false narratives in your head. You keep saying like, I can't be that or do that. And Why there's not? no reason you can't. Yeah. There's no reason. Yeah. Which in that one, that the imposter syndrome goes perfectly into the next one, which is comparison. Comparison is one of the most common things I see. Whether that is, again... Are you a coach and you're comparing yourself to coaches who have been doing it longer? Are you somebody looking to lose weight and you're comparing to your friend who got really lean or your friend who's genetically gifted and had abs since birth or the person you follow on Instagram who gets paid to be a fucking model or me when I literally live in a gym and I do this for a living, which 
even if I didn't have this gym to train in every day, remember this, people listening. When you have public accountability from thousands of people listening to the podcast, tens of thousands of people on Instagram, hundreds of members, a whole team, like everybody I know in my family, in my personal life, everybody knows that Cody is the fit guy. Cody runs a fitness business. I better fucking be in shape. Yeah. That that level of accountability trumps any type of accountability you can do, right? So if you want to get real accountability to to be lean, like start a fitness business and like tell everybody about it. But my point is, is you shouldn't compare your ability to be consistent to mine. Totally. Because my ability is on a different level because I live a different life. Yeah. Which is why like this, and I take this from Jared Hamilton, which I love. This is my favorite part about that whole podcast I did with him. If you're going to compare, do it relatively, right? And what that means is like, so again, like if I'm comparing to you, do you have kids? No. Are you married yet? No. Do you do this? No. Do you do this? Yes. Do you have this? Yes. Do I have that? No. Like there's different aspects in life. A lot. If you're comparing to somebody who looks great on Instagram, blah, blah, blah. You don't know what they do for a living. You don't know what their home life's like. You don't know if they have stress. You don't know what their health's like. You don't know anything. You don't know what time they wake up, right? So comparing yourself to a lean physique body from somebody who doesn't have kids, isn't married, uh, works in the fitness industry, does cardio every single morning, is in a diet, tracks, doesn't drink, like the list goes on and you go, damn, I like drinking. I have a family. I don't want to do cardio every day. Okay, well, she should be leaner than me. Yeah. Because she's doing a hell of a lot of shit that I don't want to do. Yeah. So you either, A, need to set your goal a little bit lower because there's no reason to be attained to that, or take longer to get there because it's not going to be as fast. Yeah. Right? And she's a different human being. She's going to look different. Everybody Bottom is. Line. You know what I mean? Yeah. I used to do that with this crazy stuff with my abs because, like, when I get really, really lean, like bodybuilding stage lean, my abs just aren't that impressive. They don't pop out. They're not, like well-defined and everything because that's just my structure. It didn't matter how much I trained my abs. They didn't look like XYZ people I watched, right? And then I started seeing other people who had abs like mine that weren't that impressive either. It's just how we are genetically. Mm. Like me and CJ were talking about this the other day. His triceps are fucking insane. We don't train triceps like an abnormal amount, but his are like huge and like super defined. I was like, dude, your triceps are like your best muscle. He's like, really? I was like, dude, they just fucking, they're like, they pop out like crazy. Like, I wish mine did that. Like, mine don't do that. I have to really work hard to get my triceps to show like that. And we were, like, laughing because I was like, man, like, the shitty thing about that is, is, and he knows I hate training this muscle, but I was like, the, comp, the one I get compliments on the most that I would say is my muscle that's really well-defined and easily trained, my calves. <laughs> I don't give a shit about my calves. Yeah. I don't even train calves. Never train calves. Never done calf raises. I've done a couple times, and I just they're just boring. But, like, Shannon said that to me early. She said that multiple times since we've been married. She's commented on him. I had people randomly comment on him at the gym. I've had clients, like, I'm like, fuck. Why can't you, like, what? My calves again. What about my biceps? <laughs> <laughs> or my delts? <laughs> like, the ones I really want to look good, like, you know, that I train really hard. Like, they're just not, like, I mean, everybody has that one muscle, you know? Yeah. But, um, but again, that's like, you, don't, you just don't compare. Everybody's different. That's the whole point, genetically speaking. So removing comparison is one of the biggest things. And whatever you have to do, eliminate the people on social media you compare to. Uh, eliminate the environments you compare within. Um, journal about this. Read about this. Ego as the enemy is another good one. Why are you even comparing? Are you comparing because you want something? Or are you comparing because you see the way people treat so-and-so for having that thing? And you want to be treated that way? Like... That's where judgment comes into play. You know, so there's a lot of things that can be spin off by comparison, but like comparison is probably the biggest, the biggest one without a doubt. Why people don't achieve their results. 
or uh, yes, which I think it leads to them falling off. There you go. You know, because like the, they start comparing, they get frustrated, yes. and then they get lack of motivation, yes. and they fall off, and then it's like this loop. But again, that stops them from reaching the results. Totally. You know, uh, the next one is accountability. I mean, I talked about public accountability that I see because I'm in the face of the industry and of the people watching and stuff like that. But in general, like if you don't have some kind of accountability, whether that's tracking what you're doing, whether that's, um, you know, if, I mean, shit, like I mean, to be completely honest, I even have this in my marriage. It's like, all right, how am I going to show up for you? And how are you going to show up for me? It's like, let's, I mean, not enough people do that. And I'm taking this from Andreas. He's the one that has embedded this in me and taught me this, but it's like, what do you need from me? Okay. How can I be better at that? Okay. I can do this. You're holding me accountable for that. And look, I have a coach that's going to hold me accountable too. Cause I'm going to tell him like, this is what I got to do. Yeah. But that's accountability to be a better husband. Right. Shannon can tell me cause I'll ask, what can I do to be a better father? Because Blakely can't tell me she'll stay, stay home and play with me all day. <laughs> so I'm going to do that. That's accountability for me to do that. You know, for the business, like not only my coach, but the whole entire team. Mm. Hey guys, this is what we're doing. This is what we're going to achieve. This is the direction we're going. Now I got all the accountability of you guys to make sure that I help us get in that direction, right? My clients are accountable because I hold them accountable. I'm accountable for my phys physique because my coach holds me accountable to that. I'm a weekly check-ins. Like there's always accountability, whether it's people, it's a Facebook group, it's a free community, or it's just you speaking shit into the universe. Yeah. Just telling people around you, speaking it out loud, writing Putting in your Putting yourself journal. accountable in that sense. Writing in your journal and speaking it out is holding yourself accountable. There you go. You know what I mean? Like that's accountability. You have to. If you don't, then it's not a thing. It doesn't exist. And if it doesn't exist, then you're not even getting to that I could stage, which we talked about earlier, which leads to I can and then I totally. will. Um, so excuses are bullshit. They're holding you back. That's the biggest one. Um, then we get into comparison and accountability. There was one in between there too. Uh, comparison. Before comparison, I thought. Being a loser was first. Being a loser. That was the first one. Too many excuses, comparison, and accountability. That, that was it. Um it. If I, I would add one more thing that would just be structure. Mm. I think people don't set goals and think about what they're doing. Yeah. You know, it's like, that's why New Year's resolutions are so shitty. Like, this year, I'm going to do this. It's like, okay, how are you going to do that? How long is it going to take? What's your strategy for getting there? What are you going to do when you fall off? What are you going to do when results don't come as fast? Well, like, there, there needs to be more to it, you know? And I think a lot of people fail to have structure. Obviously, that's like another hint at coaching. But even beyond that, like, you can create your own... Like I, I do a lot of structuring for, um, cause, cause like, I'll be honest, like my mentor, my coach, like I have a coach for my, my fitness and nutrition and everything, but my coaching that I do on outside of that world is much more about life. Mm -hmm. It's like marriage, fatherhood, spirituality. It's, it's me being a leader. It's not about KPIs and marketing and, and numbers and analytics. You know what I mean? Like I'm in charge of that aspect of my life. So when it comes to setting goals and targets and systems, like that's on me totally. really, and I plan it out. Yeah. I sit down and I structure write. It. I structure it. Okay. In three months, where do I want to be? Where do I need to be in 30 days to hit that? What steps do we need to take? What do we need to create? How do we need that? You know what I mean? Who's doing what? You got to have a structured plan or else you're just crossing your fingers and hoping shit lines up for you. And that ain't going to happen. 90% of the time. 90% of the time. I mean, it's very, just very like what, Just like fitness, I think people are, it, it could happen for yeah. some people. But Well, and that's even more pressure, right? Just, go ahead. Go to the gym and start training your ass off and you're like, it's like something I hear all the time. People sign up for coaching. They're like, I just want to look like I lift. And I'm like, okay, well, what are you doing? You're like, I'm working my ass off in the gym. What program are you following? Well, I mean, I just go in and like I have my leg day and I just do legs. And it's like, there's your problem. Mm. There's no structure. Like, 
I'm like, how much volume are you doing? How, how hard are you going? Are you ranking the RPE? Do you take deloads? Are you periodizing it? Is there a progression plan? Like how often are you rotating exercises? You know, like there needs to be structure. If there's not structure, you're winging it and you can work your ass off winging it, but it ain't going anywhere. You know really? what I mean? It's like the whole intuitive thing. Yeah. You can intuitively eat whatever you want, but what I intuitively want to eat is not always healthy. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. I would literally drink beer every day. That's a fact. I, would, I, I love beer. Yeah. <laughs> like I, w- I definitely wouldn't, I'm not the type to get drunk every day. Yeah. But if I didn't have structure and, and I could just wing it and I just listen to my intuitions without any knowledge, I would 100% have like a craft beer every night. And usually when you buy those craft beers, like 18 ounce yeah, bottles, and they're just Lord. like thick and yeah. malty. It's like a thousand calories in a bottle. Yeah. Uh, I was depressed the first time I punched one of those in my, my fitness pal. I was like, oh, damn, yeah. this is 900 calories. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but no, I think that would be the last one is structure. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, run those off again for me. Yeah. Don't be a loser. Yeah. That's the (laughs) biggest, that's the biggest one. Number one, uh, comparison, accountability and structure. And so, sorry, I skipped on too many excuses, too many excuses. So those are the top reasons why we see people fail. Um, I had three on my mind, uh, which was the excuses, the comparison and the accountability, but the structure thing came up and the, the, the being a loser or a learner came up too, which I think is really, really powerful. Um, take those to heart guys. Those, those are really, really powerful things. These Monday motivations are, are really to get you to think. So what I encourage you guys to do is to sit down and get your journal out after you listen to these. If you can sit down and journal and think about these things, it'll do tremendous things to you. Cause then you can look at every area of your life and you can audit. Okay. Let me look at these five things. Am I doing these? Am I falling victim to these five things? in these areas of my life. You will not know unless you sit down, you reflect, you write it out, and you really, really fucking think about this. Um, And of course, as always, if you are struggling with the last two, accountability and structure, the Taylor Trainer is the place to go, taylortrainer.net. All of your training answers and progressions and methods are in there for less than a dollar a day. Dude, did you know that it costs more to drink a shitty cup of coffee from the McDonald's dollar menu than it does to get expert training in the Taylor Trainer? Probably does. With a great custom app. It's sad. Probably because they raised their prices, but. No, I mean, it's a dollar. Oh. And it's shitty coffee. But it's less than a dollar a day to be in the Terra Trainer. (laughs) So that's all we got for you guys. Happy Monday. Go crush it.